Hey, welcome to a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. In this podcast, Alex gives his perspective on what is going on in the world. It is his mission to bring the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. We hope you enjoy. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of a Stonewall's Perspective podcast. I'm your host, Alexander Stone. I'm on a mission to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. And yes, I did say every, including the things that people do not like to talk about, such as politics. In today's episode, I'm taking a break from politics, however, and I'm going back to uh, read some scripture. I started out a, a few months ago reading in the book of Ephesians, and I haven't done that in a while, and I'm going to get back into that today. So I'm in Ephesians chapter 4. I've gone through 1 through 3, and it's time that I get back into Ephesians chapter 4 uh, on this day. And so before I get diving into this, and, uh, and before I start really reading this and, and talking about it, what I want you to do is share this podcast with five people. I want you to share it with five people so as many people as possible can hear this message of the podcast to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life because that's exactly what we need. We need the gospel spread into every aspect of life and that Christ will be magnified and Christ will be proclaimed in every area of our life so that every area of other people's lives can be changed by Jesus Christ and changed by the gospel. And when that happens, man, it changes things. It changes lives, it changes people, it changes people's hearts and minds and souls, and the gospel is what makes that happen. Romans 1.16, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God unto salvation for the Jew first and also for the Greek. Do you have that unashamed mindset, that you are unashamed of the gospel, because it is indeed the power that gives us Jesus, that gives us salvation. So Ephesians chapter 4, let's dig into it. Therefore, I, the prisoner of the Lord, implore you to walk with a manner worthy of the calling which you have been called, each and every one of us. We have been called for a particular purpose, for a particular reason. I know I don't know your calling, you don't know my calling, but we all have a calling, especially if we are in Christ. We have a very, very important calling, and it is time that we stand up and rise up to that calling. Right now, my calling is to go into ministry, and, and this podcast has been my form of ministry. That I've been able to share the gospel both on this podcast and then also on stages like at Branson, Missouri for the Reawaken America Tour. What I talked about there, it was the gospel. I was at the Faith and Freedoms Conference in Dallas, Texas in, 20, in May of 2021. I shared the gospel. I talked about Jesus. Our calling as Christians, our primary calling is to share the gospel and to go tell others about Jesus. And I talked about this with my friend Zach on my show a few months ago. It's the, the, the importance of evangelism, the, the importance of going and telling other people about Jesus and who he is and what he's done for us. That's our calling as Christians. And it may look different for, for me right now. It's, it's telling it on this show and telling it on stages around the world, and it, it's not the same for you. You may not have a podcast, and you don't have to start a podcast to share the gospel. Go do it in another way. It, it looks different for everybody. But the fact of the matter is that we are called to something, and the Apostle Paul says that we need to walk worthy, walk in a manner worthy of that calling, that, that, it, that it looks like we are Christians because we are Christians. That people see us and we see and they see someone who is walking in a way that is different from this world, from this age, from this evil, this present evil that we're in right now. 
verse 2, with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love. That's one of the things, the primary things that the church has forgotten about today. It's love. And I've talked about this on my writing and ranting episodes uh, that I've done a, a few months ago, is that one of the primary things that Christians are called to is love. Yet we haven't loved. We haven't served. We haven't been kind to people because of their beliefs, because of something that they've, they're, they're sinning. That's wrong. That's not what Jesus did. Jesus loved people. Jesus cared for people. Jesus served people. How are we doing that? Are we doing that is a better question. And if not, why? So with all humility and gentleness, with patience, showing tolerance for one another in love, being diligent to preserve the unity of the Spirit and the bond of peace. There is one body and one Spirit, just as also you were called in the hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is over all and through all and in all. But to each one of us, grace was given according to the measure of Christ's gift. The reason that we have any particular, any sort of calling at all in our lives as believers is because of the grace of Jesus. It's because of the blood of Jesus. It's because of the mercy of Jesus. It's according to the grace given, according to the measure of Christ's gift. That is the gift that we have been given It's the grace and mercy of Jesus Christ. It's the goodness and mercy and the power of the blood. That's a love that we need to take a hold of and to live by and to love by and to walk by. That's how you walk in the Spirit, by taking a hold of what Christ has done for us and running with it and taking it and applying it to our life and applying it to our heart and saying, Jesus, I want to follow you. And Jesus, I will follow you. And Jesus, I will always follow you in whatever way you have for me. But we can't do that if we do not love others. We cannot do that if we don't walk worthy of Jesus. We can't do that if we don't take a grasp of who Jesus is and what he has done for us on this cross. Like I said, share this with five people, share this with ten people even, because this message is so, 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 so important. Send it right now. Send this message right now to someone who who may need to hear it. Whether it be the love part or the calling part, we're all called to something. We don't know what it is. Jesus does. And when we ask Jesus, he will reveal to us what our calling truly is. Therefore, it says, when he ascended on high, this is verse 8, when he ascended on high, he led captive a host of captives, and he gave gifts to some men. Verse 9, now this expression, he ascended What does it mean except that he also had descended into the lower parts of the earth? He who descended is is himself, also he who ascended far above all the heavens, so that he might fill all things. And he gave some as apostles, some as prophets, and some as evangelists, and some as pastors and teachers, for the equipping of the saints, for the work of service, the building up of the body of Christ. Each of our callings is for the body of Christ to be built up. It's for the body of Christ to be to, so that we can glean upon each other and we can learn from each other and we can go and do ministry together so that others may be saved in the process of us doing ministry and us doing our calling as believers, as Christians, as followers, as sons and daughters of the Most High King. And, and so in this it gave 
apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some as pastors and some as teachers. That doesn't look the same for everyone. It's never going to look the same for someone. I have a calling and you have a calling. Follow the calling. And it, and it will be different. It will indeed be different. And if you don't know, ask Jesus that he will reveal it to you. And he will. He very, very, very clearly will give you an answer. Verse 13 uh, until we all attain the unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to a mature man, to the measure of the stature which belongs to the fullness of Christ. As a result, we are no longer to be children tossed here and there by waves and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by the craftiness and deceitful scheming. There is very, very clearly a deceitful spirit that is going on today. And it has taken a hold of men, and they are taking these doctrines and they're teaching them. But as followers of Jesus, as people who are blood-bought by the Son of God, by the blood and redeeming work of what Jesus has done on the cross, we need to be standing firm in the Word of God. We need to be standing firm in who Jesus is and what He has done for us. And we need to be standing firm in everything that Christ has taught us because there are people who are out there that are teaching false doctrines, prosperity doctrine, soft prosperity doctrines even. And it is not right. And we need to not be tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine and be held to this word, to this thing, to this Bible, the word of God. Be held on to this rather than what this guy may say or that guy may say. Because when we hold on to something so tight that is not the word of God, we will be tossed and fro. Because other people are not the foundation. Other people are not where we get our hope. Other people are not where we get our, our life from. It's the God of the gospel, and it is the gospel. It is the power of God into salvation for the Jew first, and also for the Greek. Cling on to scripture, because scripture will cling on to you when you do the same. As a result, we are no longer tossed to and fro uh, by every uh, by every wave and carried about by every wind of doctrine, by the trickery of men, by craftiness and deceitful scheming, but speaking the truth in love. There, there it is again, speaking in truth in love. We are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ. Speak truth in love. Speak truth in love. Speak truth in love. You know, I, I, I was thinking about this a few weeks ago. Um, you know, pride parades. The month of June is it's Pride Month, where go, people go and and celebrate, you know, their sexuality. And every single time that there's a pride parade, there's also a group of Christians with pickets and signs saying, "God hates you. God's gonna send you to hell. God hates faggots. God hates gay people." And and I know I just said that, and if if you don't like it, I'm sorry. But that's not how God would treat people. That's not how God treats people. He treats them with love. Speak truth in love. Sure, they may be speaking truth, but they're not doing it in love. The right is full of so much truth, but the left is so so full of, of love. But each, each way has its own faults because when we're so caught up in the truth, but we don't have love, that's, that's, it's like it's meaningless. But if there's so much love, but there's no truth, it, it is meaningless. So we need to find a common ground of, of truth and love where we can love people and tell them the truth in that kind of love, the love that Jesus has showed upon us, that we show it upon them 
as well, people who do not know Jesus, and 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 call them, call it for what it's worth, but man, tell people about how Christ has saved us. Do it in a loving manner. Don't condemn people, but don't condone sin either. But speak truth and love. We are to grow up in all aspects into him who is the head, even Christ, from whom the whole body being fitted and held together by what every joint supplies, according to the proper working of each individual part, causes the growth of the body for the building up of itself in love. So verse 17, so this I say, affirm, uh, so this I say, and affirm together with the Lord that you may walk no longer just as the Gentiles also walk in their futility of their mind. It's walking like Christ would walk instead of walking as the world would walk, being darkened in their understanding, excluded from the life of God because of the ignorance that is in them, because of the hardness of their heart. Right now, what we see in the United States of America and even across the world today is a spirit of the age. And people are being being swayed by the spirit of the age and their hearts are being darkened by the spirit of the age and their hearts are being uh, being thrown under to sin and evil and corrupt deeds because of the spirit of the age. Being darkened in their understanding, people don't understand truth anymore. People don't want truth anymore. People don't desire truth anymore. 60 years ago, it would be so much different. But people have sway- waned worse and worse, become more evil and more evil, and there is a spirit that is pulling the strings behind the scenes. I've said this many times before, and I'm going to say it again. There is a spirit, a demon, a, the devil. There is someone that is pulling the strings behind the scenes, and it is a very, very real thing. It is a very real reality, and we need to realize that, and we need to take a hold of it, and we need to say, Jesus is victorious and take the authority that we have been given under Christ and say enough is enough. I'm not going to deal with this any longer. My family will not deal with it any longer and cast demons away in Jesus' name. We have that authority. Verse 19, And they have become callous, having given themselves over to sensuality for the practice of every kind of impurity with greediness. But you did not learn Christ in this way if you Indeed, you have heard him and have been taught in him, just as truth in Jesus, that in reference to your former manner of life, you lay aside the old self, which is being corrupted in accordance with the lusts of deceit, and that you may be renewed in the spirit of your mind. That reminds me of another verse uh, in, a, in a letter that Paul wrote, Romans twelve two. Do not be conformed to, the, to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. The renewing of your mind is when you relinquish sin, when you relinquish your old ways and you commit your mind to Christ, when you commit your mind to godliness, to to who Jesus is and what he has done for us on the cross at Calvary. That's what renewing of your mind is when you become more like Christ and you walk in a manner worthy of gospel. And put on the new self which in the likeness of God has been created in the righteousness and holiness of truth, therefore laying aside falsehood, speaking truth of you with this neighbor, for we are members of one another. Be angry and yet do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your anger, and do not give up the devil uh, an opportunity. He who steals must no longer, but he who, but rather he must labor, performing with his own hands what is good, so that he will have 
something to share with no one who has need. Let no unwholesome word proceed from your mouth, but only a word as is good for your edification according to the need of the moment, so that it will give grace to those who hear. Do not grieve the Holy Spirit of God, by whom you were sealed for the day of redemption, that all bitterness and wrath and anger and clamor and slander be put away from you, along with all malice be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving each other, just as God in Christ has also forgiven you. Excuse me. That is one of the most powerful things that you could ever read in Scripture, talking about walking in the Spirit and being more like Christ, putting away sin, putting away malice, putting away hate, putting away evil, and being committed to Christ is what each and every one of us should do. Like I said, share this podcast with as many people as possible because this power and message has power and it can change people's lives. So share it with as many people as possible. I want to get the word out about this podcast so that people may hear the truth, so that people may be changed by the truth, and that people will be changed by Jesus. This is to spread the light of the gospel into every aspect of life. I'm Alexander Stone, the host of this podcast. If you go to MyPillow.com forward slash Stonewall, you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. Like I said, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Stonewall. You can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. I really recommend the slippers. I'm wearing them right now. They're beautiful. I, there are many colors that I that they have. I'm wearing the charcoal color. And they're fluffy and fuzzy, and they feel so nice on your feet. It's like wearing love on your feet. So like I said, go to MyPillow.com forward slash Stonewall so you can get a discount of up to 66% off of your order. God bless you all, and goodbye. I'm Mike Lindell, and due to your incredible support, the original My Slippers are almost completely sold out. As a special thank you, I am launching my brand new all-season slippers, slides, and sandals for as low as $29.98. This is a limited time offer, so go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen. Use your promo code, and you'll get all my new footwear for as low as $29.98. My all-season slippers are made with my exclusive four-layer design that you won't find in any other slipper. They're finished with a breathable fabric so you can wear them all year round. And my new slides and sandals are made with patented impact gel, making them ultra comfortable and extremely durable. I guarantee they'll be the most comfortable footwear you'll ever own. So go to MyPillow.com or call the number on your screen now to get your very own all-season slipper slides and sandals for as low as $29.98 with your promo code. This is an introductory offer and it won't last long, so order now. Thank you for listening to today's episode. We hope you enjoyed. You can also check us out at Stonewall's Perspective on Facebook and Instagram to keep up with the latest news. Stay anchored.